Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new Our Take on General Hospital. My name is Jonathan, I'll be your host, and joining me as always we have Tony Ann and Karen. Hey guys. Hey everybody. Alright, well I'm really excited to talk about this week. Um, so we're going to knock out some news first and then dive right into it. Uh, Kimberly McCullough announced that she is retiring from acting. And... I'm not surprised by this news. Me either. But I wish yeah. her the best in her directorial future. Same. Same. Right. And it doesn't necessarily preclude her from ever coming back to General Hospital, because look at Jane Elliott. I True. Think different. Because I don't think... Jane Elliott retired from really acting, but I think Kim put that part of her behind you know, mm. like I don't, I think she closed the door. She's happy with the way things ended at GH and she's just, she's settled not acting ever again. Would you want a Robin recast? That's what I was going to ask. And I'm okay oh, no. with it. Oh, you are? Oh. Depending. Okay. If, if the story needed it and if the right actress was in the role and they took their time. I don't, but right now I don't think it's necessary. Like I right. don't think it, uh, Robin Robin's on, needed on campus at this point in time. Correct. I don't either. I I would not like a recast just because she. I don't know. I saw her as a little girl, and she really is one of the last people that have has grown up on a soap. And and if they kept Emma alive, uh, somehow alive meaning. I don't mean kill her off, yes. but, you know, alive in the show. Right. And um, I think that that might be enough of Robin for me. I just, it's so hard for me to say. Like, it depends on who they got, what they got, and what the, like, the story actually has to be there for it. And yeah. I don't, right now, I don't think it's necessary. But who knows what state the show is going to be in a year from now or two years from now. And I'm not saying I think the character could still play a vital part to the show if necessary. Like, I think you could reboot the show around a Robin, you know? Mm, yes. Like if you needed to reset the show, if it was in such a bad place again and you needed to have a, a Nicholas come in and shake things up, mm. a Robin recast could do that. That's why I don't think it's the card you play right now, but maybe the card you play in two, three years. Interesting. Because think well, about if you recentered the hospital around her and you recentered all the characters and storylines going through her and her relationship and her kid. Like you, you mentioned um, keeping the daughter alive, Emma. With Emma, but then you also have a son to play with, and you, that could be your scene scene. You know, you build your True. scene around yeah. those two, and then you have her being, you know, the chief of staff at the hospital, and you build a hospital around her, and then you have Patrick dealing with, you know, stuff outside, and you just kind of like, bam, play it all off. You're making up a whole new show here. Yeah, I am. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is why we might need that, though. Because think about where GH was a year ago. Yeah. What I just mentioned would have been a really cool way to take it and spin it forward. But I'm happy with what they did. Um, but I am kind of worried because Fanola Hughes is now mm -hmm. got her directorial debut coming up as she joined the Directors Guild. And I, I'm so happy for her. Yes. I'm just terrified mm -hmm. for us. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? I'm not though because they are. She already goes on vacations for months out of the year anyway, so she could just get her directing gigs around that time. Yeah, but she takes 
those are her vacations. I still want to have my vacation, and I want to do this. Like, that's what I'm worried about. Is is she going to take the time that she spends on GH and allot that to directing? Because those times that shakes those vacations are not times where all these jobs are offered. I think it's going to depend on how many gigs she gets. I know. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared. And now that all these women are getting, like, I was thinking about Katie McCain. Uh-huh. Oh, and that direct and that director mm-hmm. yeah. documentary she did. But she's doing a lot more directing, and I think there that whole connection is there now. They all know each other, and that's how um, Nola said she got this job was through um, the people okay. she knows. Because it's Susan. She thanked a whole bunch of people like Susan Flannery, uh, Kimberly McCullough, and like she's they're building up these this repertoire of mm-hmm. strong women directors, which is awesome. Yes. I just don't want to lose her on the show. Yeah, true. But let's, I don't. Let's not borrow trouble unless we have to. Exactly. So let's talk about the show itself, though. So. Yes. Oh. So good. Good board. It is so good to love this show again. Yes. Agreed. One of the best weeks on the show in a very long time. Coming off of a really strong week. Mm-hmm. So, this was this was the best week of General Hospital in the last three years. Hands down. So it started with the fallout of the Nina and Valentin wedding, right? Oh, and mm-hmm. we kicked it off with the reveal that Nicholas is alive. He saved mm-hmm. Ava from falling off the parapet. And, <laughs> and, 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 and. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Valentin is not a cast member. <laughs> yes! Yes, it's Christmas! I'm so excited! That was a beautiful thing. It really, really, really was. I was so happy. Because I was shocked. I, I was I mean, shocked happy. I was shocked because, like, I saw you tweeting because mm-hmm. I hadn't had a chance to watch it yet. So I saw you live tweeting. Oh, okay. And I was like, wait, hold on. Hold the phone. Is he really not a Cassidyne? It's Christmas! I'm so happy! Because <laughs> I could barely get things move so fast now. It's really hard to keep up in real time with the show. So, you know, I, I'm processing all of this in my brain and typing at the same time. So I'm kind of screaming internally, plus typing, screaming. Yeah, um, no, I was like, yeah. Oh, it was so everything. And it made sense. They actually yeah. mm-hmm. took the reason Helena was scared of him mm-hmm. and made it something that had absolutely nothing to do with him being a terrifying human being. Right. It was more his secret. And his existence. Yes. It was bloody freaking brilliant. Now, Jonathan, did you did you see that in real time or did you catch up? I caught up. So, okay. So did you know ahead of time? I knew (laughs) going into the episode that he wasn't because I saw from Twitter. But had I not known. Yeah. That plot twist, like they kept it way under wraps. Oh, they sure did. did a really good job with that. They Maybe should. that's why they send out such boring spoilers. I know. I was thinking that. <laughs> that's fine. I if know. If the show is this exciting, I don't need to know. Yeah. But I was very pleased with the quality of that reveal. Um, yes. But here's my only thing, though, is aren't we kind of getting done with the whole Back from the Dead being revealed at the wedding thing? Like, I feel like we've seen it so many times over this last decade. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of it's it's becoming a trope um, to an extent, and eh, 
Like I'm if it's done, if else. it's done this well, I really don't care. True. Okay. I mean, it was good. I mean, it was a different. It was done really different than usually. You see him skulking outside the door forever. Uh, you know what's crazy though? Out. Yes, it's an interrupted wedding, but Nicholas had nothing to like. Nicholas was not romantically involved with either the bride or the groom. So it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's the same, but it's different. It's kind of turning it on its head because usually the back from the dead, you know, person is the romantic ex of one of the people getting mm-hmm. married. That wasn't what this was. That's true. That's true. It was good. Oh, it was so, so And those good. doors popped open and I jumped a foot because I and I'm talking about the Friday. Yes. Um, yes. Of course, because we didn't really talk about that. And I jumped a foot because I thought that they were just going to spin out Nina's nuptials. And we were going to, like, be left. Is she going to say yes or no? But no, no, the door <laughs> flew open. I was like, what? And I kept watching the clock, too. And it was in, the, like, the last couple of seconds. Yes. It, you know, That's it wasn't crazy. 30 seconds out. Um, yeah, it was good. So They did a great job. What did you think of, and I think this is more important, Nicholas's interaction with his family that stemmed from this, like... They took it, Charlotte, took her way out where she belongs, just not involved, and they let the, the adults play. And oh, Marcus yep. Coloma came to play. Like mm-hmm. they threw him into the deep end and he swam like a champion. It was amazing. The chemistry that he has with his family is everything. And Jeannie Francis is a freaking revelation without having to say a word. Yeah, she was really good. She was really good. You could see everything on her face. Mm -hmm. Even before the reveal, like going into the week that we didn't really cover, like as she's starting to put the pieces together with the bodyguard and Charlotte and the Mm -hmm. ring, you can see her on her face starting to think that maybe something's not quite right. Yeah. But she's not letting herself go there because she doesn't want to believe that Nicholas wouldn't come to her. So then when you fast forward to this week and you watch her as she's hearing this story and you just see the rage building in her eyes to the point that when she slapped him, I screamed. (laughs) But she also has that underlying maternal, I'm so happy, joyful Laura cry face. She had her Laura Weber cry on um, that, that, that was wonderful too. And I thought Lulu did a good job. I thought Emmy did a really good job with it. Yes. Um, and he, I have to say about the actor that, that was, you know, was playing Nicholas that he, I don't know what it is, but he's just got that cast and I and something. And he almost looked, he was in the moment, but detached, like he had been away so long that it was stunning him. A little bit to hear these words. Yeah, I it's just, like he 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 couldn't be himself for this long because he had to keep himself away. Yeah, he just it was just really good, and I really I really liked the whole thing. And they have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like she, he has chemistry with his mom, with his sister, with any person that he's been in a relationship with. He has that spark. Yes, and it works. And like I all wasn't the time. beats are being played, and I appreciate that. And I'm not a person that accepts recasts very easily, but I was no, not, I'm not either. 
I was not sitting there and thinking, okay, what would Tyler look like this playing this, mm-hmm. which I do a lot. You know, I did that when Michelle left. I did not even think about him. No, I really didn't. So this story bravo. has solid has solidified. This is how you do a recast. You yeah, do it good. slow. You introduce them with all the people who matter. You take your time. This is how you make a recast successful. But it, I think it's deeper than that because I think it, it's something to do with him because I think that they did take that approach with other actors before, but this time they're, they're doing something just in a way that's just working. I guess the way the story is being told, the, the story itself, it's just it's all just on fire. I cannot wait. Hopefully we get some form of Spencer soon. Yes. That he will to, he has to come back soon. He has to come back soon. And yes. that I feel like has to that will be the final test for me. Because Tyler and Nicholas had such a good chemistry as father and son that that will kind of be like the final test for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I don't care. Like I do agree. <laughs> But also, if they don't have chemistry, ship him off because I care way more about this kid, Nicholas, <laughs> than I do, like, Spencer. Oh, no, I get it. Like, but eh, you don't have to. Then, then we can recast and find somebody that does have spent chemistry with them. It's okay. Oh, Lord. So now let's look at the relationship because did you understand what Ava's plan was when this started playing out? Because I was confused and then I was there for it. I wasn't sure, but I didn't really care. And then her conversation, her conversation with Julian and then ooh, her conversation with Sonny, where she solidified it, where she's like, I'm going to take him for everything. I was like, OK, I'm here for this. I love that scene. I don't know yes. if you read my blog, but I loved that scene and I love their relationship now. I think that they've started to write them more on equal footing and he didn't chew you know he didn't like tear her apart it was almost he admired her a little bit for the plan um and the only time that i thought maybe ava was double playing the whole thing was um she smiled a lot when the nicholas reveal was going on more so than she really smiled when um they said that valentine wasn't a cassadine yes oh she loved that so I thought I thought something else is up. Something else is afoot here. And it was that um, that she was planning on marrying him. And she looked like a goddess in that robe thing oh, that she God, married him in. Oh, the feather bow up. <laughs> was she giving you Helena vibes? Because she was giving oh, me Helena God, vibes. Yes. Oh, I know. Yes. Everything. She was giving me everything I thought I never needed, but I wanted so bad. Yeah, she was just perfect. I loved how she told anybody and everybody that they were married or getting married. <laughs> they just walked in the room. Hey, have you heard? Oh, yeah, no, I can't tell yet. Oh, and then flash the ring. Like, yes. Yep. It's just it's nice seeing our Ava back. Yes. Yeah. She's not crying. She's not. I mean, she's just herself. Beautiful, fiery, give no fucks about anything self, and I love it. Yep. Are we allowed to swear? Yeah. Well, no. and <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Well, 
Well, now you did. So now you did. Too late. So, so, boy, okay. So we talked about the good things first here, and I'm sorry, I got excited. And those are the things I want to talk about. And And now we have to. It's it's the lesser. Um, Well, actually, wait. Before we switch to the lesser, can we stay on the Nicholas thing for one second? How do we feel about Nicholas and Elizabeth? I don't oh, they look really pretty. I loved those <laughs> scenes. The look on her face when she said his name, when he said her name. She's so good. She's such a good. Oh actress. my god, that look got me right in the feels. And then she yeah. looked at him and she's like, "You're supposed to be dead." <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, and then he grabbed her and she's like, "Don't worry, I'm not gonna faint." He goes, "Yeah, but I might." Oh, I know. That was nice. It's like, oh. I would be okay with that. Me too. I love actors who have chemistry with everybody. I I, I don't want to get flamed alive yet. But. Oh, why not? You already got the days people coming for you. The issue is, honestly, at this point, it sucks that they set her and Franco up in such a loving household because. I don't want it destroyed, but I want Nicholas to just ravish her. Oh, yeah, no, not <laughs> right. I, I, I don't disagree. Like, I need Franco to be there to be dad Franco. And I feel like at this point in the game, like, there's nothing that Sam, I'm mean, not Sam, there's nothing that Lizzie was going to do to, like, cheat on him. But damn, like, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know how it needs to happen. A drunken one night stand, um, <laughs> whatever it is. But I need their two naked bodies on top of each other. Oh, ASAP. goodness. Okay. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. So let's talk about something that is wrong, though. And that's uh, Jason and Sam. Um, so they bored <sighs> Robert to tears and tried to throw uh, Peter under the bus to get Sam to be able to still see Jason. Thoughts? I will say I like I will I, I will say the one thing I like about the whole Jason Sam thing is that they're using the fact that he chose to go to prison for Michael. Correct. Yes. That choice is coming back yes. to haunt them. I yes. enjoy that. What I do not like is their entitled attitude on how they're dealing with it. I just am team Dolores all the way. You know it. Yes. I want that parole lady to just, just slam them with everything now. Um, I thought she was going to find a gun. Me too. I just wish maybe I she could plant a gun next time. I don't know. But the two of them couldn't even wait one day. And Carly's the one that calls him. Oh my God, guys, I got nothing else to do but stand in the kitchen. And well, you have See, to get together. And oh. I felt like you did that. She was going to ask the, ask them to be Donna's godparents, and she didn't. Yes. No, she did. she just wanted them to be together because that's what. You, oh come on, you guys fight for each other. But you when go to Sam, a safe house. but when Sam went to jail, she was she was blaming Sam rightfully. Like I was totally Team Carly when she said it. But you can't keep flipping the script here. Like just make them whole, pay or let them get off. Exactly, or like break them up. And just move them on for right now. I'm sorry, but they made these choices. These choices got them where they are. They need to sit down, have an honest conversation about the fact that these choices put them where they are right now. And they need to deal with it. Although if it gets Peter Peter out of town, 
Yes. Then I, I sign me up. But because do you think Anna's gonna cover it all up? Oh my god. I, I don't know. Oh, I think Robert's gonna so they're mad. gonna give Robert information and Robert's gonna figure out that Anna is covering it up. I think and then he's gonna right. have to confront her. But do you think at the end of the day Robert's still going to keep it undercover because it's Anna? No. Nope. He hates Peter more than he loves Anna. Yep. And he knows that Peter's not good for her, and she, he's not. I mean, Peter's not even her kid, so. Uh, he and Robert's been looking <laughs> for a way to extricate Peter from her life basically since he showed up. So yeah, Robert will not ignore this. He will run with it. Ooh, so let's see. Tony Anna, and Karen on one side. Jonathan's on the other side. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we we will. I I just I want. I don't know. I want to see how it goes. Right? Like, I'm actually, that is something I am invested in and seeing how it plays out. Because I do think Anna's going to do whatever it takes to, to take care of her quote-unquote son. Mm-hmm. And, you know what, hopefully this leads to them finding out, you know what, it's not her son. And then we can just right. move forward. What is something Peter could do that would make Anna not cover for him? Like, what is the one line that Peter would cross? Kill Robin. That Anna would, you think? It has to be Robin related. Or Emma. Or Emma. Like, it has to be family related. It can't be you Robert. Think? It can't be just some nobody. It has to be something involving Robin or Emma. Unless letting him go directly results in somebody else's death and then she Ooh. feels responsible. Yeah, she would. Even if it's, you know, I don't know, rando guy on the street. As long as he's not a bad guy. Correct. Then, okay. Then it has to be a good guy. Justify. It has to be a good guy. Because okay. if it's a bad guy, then it's like, see, what if you, I didn't yeah. do this? You wouldn't have been what able if, to be here and what save us. What if Andre actually dies? Because now, I mean, I that's mean, just I, a gold medal. Like, I don't, I don't see the problem there. <laughs> no, but think about it though. Anna, Anna, and Andre are friends. If Peter kills, mm-hmm. if Peter kills Andre, or she finds out he was going to kill Andre, and that she covered it, and that whatever happened happened because she covered it up. Yeah. That could be interesting. I forgot about Andre. Poor Andre. Poor Andre. He saves um, the day with the brain thing and gone. Somebody I would like to forget about is Gladys. Um, What's happening with that? What can, the hell is happening she, with this? Could she have blown that? up in that car, in that Corinthos coffee truck that she probably stole? I just, She's got to be working with whoever the mob person is, right? Right. The mob person is probably her kid. Or her. We can't. That she's no, let's not be sexist. It could smart. be her. No, don't, Karen. She's not smart. Oh, enough. okay. Okay. Don't, <laughs> no. don't give her kudos like that. That's not That's not nice. Or her son. You're right. What her was son. her son's name? Brando, son. I father. think. Brando. That's right. God, why um, do I know that? I hate that. <laughs> yeah. So so if it's her son and they're doing this, and then she gave Sonny that study to get him out of town, right? That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. To take Mike out of town, to get him out of town, so whoever, who it, whoever it is can swoop in. Yep. And does this connect with the lame? I shouldn't say lame because I don't know what's going with the Jordan stuff and Bob. Oh, oh God. Is that I, with the opioid stuff? It has to be. It all has to connect, I would think. But why uh, are we I connecting? Don't... Why are we connecting three people that nobody gives two craps about? I and don't understand. Not in a compelling story. Because no. I was thinking about this earlier today and um, discussing with um, somebody uh, kind of the way you could have told the story. Could you imagine if so same scenarios playing out, but instead we had this the new kingpin like 
gotten close with dev and started giving dev drugs to sell yeah and we just use that oh, as a good. way to tell this teen story because now we have all these teens doing mm -hmm. smack and all this other like mm -hmm. stuff and it's just a real life story because think about it, you have two really broken teens on the show mm -hmm. right now and you just play out like a real drug story and you have them being manipulated by this guy and then sunny gets involved and like you tell a fun oh. cool mob story instead it's it's oh we blew up a coffee truck. Or even even instead of getting in through Dev, what if it was Dustin who got to Joss? I'm saying you get through Oh, oh. That's what I'm oh it could I, be Dustin. Wait, it could be Dustin though. You're right. Dustin could do it. I'm just saying. There's so many cool elements yeah, you're to the right. story. But Wait, it might happen. We don't know. I hope so. I hope so. But, but I don't think connecting so. connecting Gladys and Jordan and her non reactive face. Ugh. just I can't well and you know the Brooklyn story is coming too so that's going to be another I bet they bring the record producer in at some point the record producer could also be hired by that rival mob family You're do we correct. think the record producer um I would have thought they might have made the record producer um Michael E. Knight's character but he's a lawyer right also so you mentioned Michael E. Knight's character um, Mr. Orsini or whatever. Um, what what is that accent, and how how come it's floating? Have did you notice? Have you actually paid attention to him going between his normal voice and the accent in well, like course. long scenes? Yes, I'm a the, speech pathologist. Of course, I notice that the, the okay. civil war the civil I'm war sorry. reenact the but, civil okay. war reenactment accent has got to go. It's, can he just talk normal? Because I, I, I would forget he had the accent. That's okay. But he picks it up at the start of a scene. And then through midway through, when he like whenever they allow somebody else to speak in the scene and it cuts back to his portion, he's lost it. See, I've been enjoying him. So I don't and, – and I look at the accent as like part of whatever he's the trying charm. to do with the character. And I don't know if you saw Knives Out at all. I have Did not yet. No. Spoil it. I will not spoil Good. it, but talk about it. Um, spoil. Uh, Daniel Craig does a Southern accent. And when he first starts doing it, you look at him and you're like, this doesn't compute, right? Well, it's the same exact accent that Michael E. Knight's trying. That I almost call it a Kentucky yeah. type you know, thing. New Orleans, Kentucky, down that way. I don't know anything about Southern accents. but um, So I just kind of look at it more comedic now. So it, it's not bothering me like it was. Franco's bothered me. Franco's this bothered. doesn't bother yeah. me at all. It was also it was also a terrible story. So we had a terrible story. Yeah. Awful scenes mixed with an awful accent. At least the stuff that Martin Gray is doing. That is his character name, right? Yes. Yes. Um, it's not awful. Like it's kind of fun. Who I want to date, Doctor Obrecht, who is now, by the way, staying at Windermere as Ava's bodyguard. Thank you very much. Did she not look amazing? She sure did. She's having such a good time. She loves the show so much. I, it's, I just love. I was so happy they kept her on at the house. And Ava's just like, no, don't go, don't go. <laughs> and when she said to Ava, like, you have nothing to fear from me. <laughs> I know. Right now. But she knows that Doctor O is a badass too, and would help her. Exactly. And, oh, I, and I love that Dr. O is totally not here for Nicholas because of all the stuff that happened with Nicholas yep. and Britt. Yes. Yes. Yep. Like history matters yeah. on this show again. Yep. It's not something that's going to be retconned every five seconds. Yeah. 
they had tons of beats through the week like that, that just were, were woven in so well. And, and you feel the anvils dropping with Maxie and Peter and all the stuff that she's like all the anvils that she's dropping of like, it's gotta be so awful to like have the one oh, person yeah. you love, like lie to your face and like, didn't he say rotten people need love too or something yes, like that? Something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and they're doing an interesting thing with Maxie too, with the Nina thing. Yes, I liked I how she reacted that. to Nina's, dismissal almost of all of all that she did for the magazine i i'm i'm ready for maxie to be uncomfortable in her current position at crimson yeah and ready to move i mean she's been an assistant for what the last decade yeah about about time to do something else yeah and the lucy thing would be great i think yeah i think she's a junior fashion editor now i think is what she is cool i think it's her actual title for 10 years i don't think storyline wise like She's doing the exact same thing. Right. It's outside of the time that she got to run the magazine for a month. So eh. I'm excited <laughs> to see what she does with Deception, though. And I'm glad Deception's getting in more Lucy. And I'm mm-hmm. even okay with Sasha in the story. So, yeah. It worked for me. So is there anything else we did not discuss this week that you guys want to tackle? Brad and Wiley and... Will the nanny becoming the nanny. Oh yeah. Uh, that okay. So first of all, just ethically, like having the mom watch the baby. Yeah. Is no. is weird enough, but Brad is just. I was saying earlier when we were um off mic that he's Perry Shen is acting perfectly like like this distraught, almost um amphetamine kind of guy he doesn't know what to do with himself next when he snapped at michael um i thought he played that really really well like no you're not going to take care of him so we still have the nell thing coming up the memorial right mm-hmm. oh the shiloh thing yeah Mm-hmm. so i think that's going to be interesting because that's going to dovetail right on the back of this yeah, like I I feel like they're setting it up to go somewhere. Right, because Will is going to bond even more. And guess what? He's not yours because you're maybe dead. Um, like this, I'm just ready. I'm ready for this story to move because I finally thought we were getting movement. Mm-hmm. And then the accident happened. Oh, right, happened. the crash, yeah. And then Lucas has been off screen in Comaville. Right. So I need Lucas to wake up. I need Lucas to remember, remember. when he wakes up. Mm-hmm. And I need Lucas to either blow everything to pieces or actively choose not to. Mm-hmm. Keep the secret, right? To keep the yeah. secret with, yeah. Well, we'll be finding out because hopefully, hopefully that'll be coming out in the next next little February, bit. February, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm holding out for. So, before we wrap up, let's rate this week. So, Tony Ann, what would you give this week on a scale of 1 to 10? 8.5. Ooh, good one. All right, Karen, what about you? 9. 
There you go. See, I was going eight, and I thought, I, you know what? I was really excited to say, like, this is, like, really up there and high, and then you guys just tackled and went even <laughs> higher. But it was it was a really great week, and I was really excited. The the little things I did dislike are what's held it back. Gladys, yep. a couple other little minor things. But overall, really enjoyable week, and I was really excited and glad we got to talk about it today. Oh, before we yeah. go, there's one quick thing I forgot to mention. What do we think um, about the whole, like, Dev and Joss and like oh, that's she, right. she kissed him and like he's not that into her and he's not that into Trina either so is he into Cam? That's going to be finally I have something to think about when it comes to Dev <laughs> personally right? Oh yeah. maybe yeah so I was kind of glad that they went that way with it and Cam has made it very clear that he's very into Joss right Oh, it'd be it's gonna be an interesting thing to see play out, for sure. For sure, but we'll just have to stay tuned because we don't know, and that's one of the cool things I like not knowing. You know, Me there's too. so much unknown out in GH, and I'm and even if you play out. and even if you know spoilers, the spoilers literally tell you nothing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Sam blinks. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> We're just going to blink on out of that one. Uh, <laughs> you can follow us at rtakemedia.com. The podcast is at rtakemedia. Use hashtag rtakegh when discussing this one. And we can follow up and read your comments. You can follow Karen at Wubsnet and at Wubs.net. Tony Anz XO, Tony Roni XO, and I'm at SoFwiggyJohn. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Cheers.